John 10 and 7. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door. Everybody say the door. I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. I am, there's that word again. Everybody say the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Amen. Thank the Lord for his promises of blessings. Amen. I want to preach for just a little while from this title, The Door. Amen. The Door. Amen. Set your Bibles down. Lift your hands to the Lord together. Lift your voices to God all across this house. Come on, why don't you pray, God? We need your help in this place. Come on, why don't you join up with somebody if it's appropriate next to you and pray for a few moments. Come on, why don't you ask the Lord to help you right now? Hallelujah. God, speak to every person in this house. Strengthen every person in this house, God. Anoint your word one more time, God, your servant. Amen. To deliver what you've given to me, God, in your precious name. Now, why don't everybody put your hands together for Jesus? Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for standing. You can be seated. Amen. Everybody say the door. Amen. I want to preach about the door for just a little bit. Amen. I want to begin by telling you that Jesus Christ is more than just a man. Hallelujah. I said he was more than just a man. And I, I realize that we are in a season where people's attention is somewhat focused on the birth of Christ and the story of the baby in the manger in Bethlehem, but uh, can I just preach to you for a little while? Amen. This story of Bethlehem and this baby in a manger, it's, it's much larger than just a little kid's story. I said it's bigger than a kid's story, and it's more important than one service a year or one season of a year. Telling you, there was a whole lot going on in our world that we may not have even known what was going on at the time. But this, this story is, uh, man, it's the reason that you and I can be in this church right now. We can come together and lift our hands and clap our hands and lift up our voices and cry out to Jesus because we have a Savior. I said, we have a savior now. We have hope now. We're not just going through the motions for no reason. We didn't get dressed to come to church for no reason. Uh, we've got hope out of this world. My, 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 clap your hands to the Lord together. Amen. So amazing is that. The story about the little baby Jesus being born or the Messiah coming 
had been prophesied, uh, depending on which historian you read, somewhere around 500 times in the Old Testament, it had been prophesied that Jesus would come. This uh, prophecy had been told for thousands of years that he was going to come. Amen. It had been many, many years, and they had been told many, many times. Amen. And the Lord began to deal with me yesterday uh, about his promises. Are yea? Boy, I feel Jesus in this place right now. I said the promises of God are yea and amen. Uh, It don't matter if it's been a thousand years uh, since they said it was going to happen. Can I preach to you a little while? I don't care if you've been promised 500 times uh, and it hadn't happened yet. You just hang on, honey. Uh, If God said it, uh, it's going to happen. Come on, I'm about to make a liar out of the devil on a Saturday morning. We're about to have Holy Ghost Church on a Saturday morning. Uh, God promised me this. Uh, God promised me that. Uh, God said this. Uh, God said that. Honey, just hold on to it. Uh, If he said it, uh, it's going to happen. Come on, there ought to be some mamas. Give me some volume up here. There ought to be some mamas and daddies uh, that are looking for a miracle, uh, that are looking for their baby to get the Holy Ghost. Uh, There ought to be some prayer warriors uh, that's been praying for their parents uh, and their cousins. God, you're in control, and I'm going to hang on. I've heard people say, well, I've been prophesied over and it just ain't happened yet. Uh, Let me tell you somebody else that was prophesied over. Jesus. From the very beginning of your Bible in the third chapter of Genesis, uh, God's speaking. He said, I'm going to put enmity between your seed, talking about the devil, and the woman. You're going to bruise his heel but you're going to break his neck. Hey, man, we've got a promise that we're not going under. We're going over. we got a promise we're not beneath. Somebody needs to get their hold on. Somebody needs to get your hand out right now. Start saying, I'm going to hold on. To that promise I was given, uh, that prophecy, uh, that word, uh, that scripture. Don't let people run by themselves. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't forget about it. Hey Amen, I got a lot of preaching about, but I, I'm hung up right here for a minute. Don't forget what God has promised. Cast not away your confidence. Why? 
because it has a great recompense of reward when you give up you're gonna lose but if you'll just hold on Messiah's coming my miracle's coming my Savior's coming my Be not weary in well-doing. Doing all I know to do, Pastor. Well, just keep on doing it. Do it a little longer. God's timing is perfect. If you've been prophesied a miracle, why don't you stand up right now? If you've ever been spoken over, you knew a message was for you. You got a word from God. I got a lot to preach. And Stir up my memory, God. Ha, <laughs> Somebody needs to let that gift that's in them stir up right now. Somebody needs to dust off the promises. Come on, lift up your hands and voices to the Lord all across this house. I feel like there's a promise coming down somebody's dusty old road. I feel like God's got a promise for the faithful that's coming down an old dusty road. It may not come the way you think it's going to come. It may not arrive the time you think it's going to arrive. But God's promises never fail. God's promises never fail. Come on, clap your hands to the Lord together. Amen. That's why when that baby was born in Bethlehem, the angel appears unto the shepherds. Amen. First, everybody say first. First one to know what, know what was happening that night was the shepherds. Man, don't get mad because your pastor's always got a word. Let me give you a little secret. You ain't ever going to get ahead of your pastor. <laughs> Let me tell you a little secret. God shows up where the shepherd was first. Said this day in the city of David, a savior is born. 
on this day in the city of David a savior is born amen don't get upset at me because I celebrate my savior is born amen don't let anybody steal your joy you hear me I said don't let anybody steal your joy don't let anybody steal your promise don't don't let anybody steal your zeal your thanksgiving for what God has done that's why then the heavenly host shows up with the angel now and they're praising God everybody say they're praising God They're saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. They were singing and praising God. They were having a Holy Ghost party. I got a feeling the party was just as much about the fulfillment of the promise of God as it was about the baby being in the manger. Thank God there is a savior, but I wanna tell you, thank God for people that hold on until they see it come to pass. Hey, you know why they were shouting and dancing and praising God? Because they heard the same promises that everybody else heard. And when they seen it come to pass, I say it was a party. It was a party that day. It was celebrating the promise had arrived. Thank the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Telling you if you. If you, want, if you want there to come a day in your life where you can celebrate, you got to hold on. You know what happens when you quit? You forfeit your party. You forfeit your day, you get to run the aisles. You forfeit the day, you get to shout and praise God if you quit. But we're not going to quit. We're going to hold on. Why? Because God said it. Man, this arrival means more to me than the average Christian. Because I got a greater revelation than the average Christian. Well, because I know that the baby that was born in Bethlehem was not just a person in a Godhead. Well, hallelujah, I got more to go to heaven for. The Bible tells us that the baby that was born was the express image of the person of God. Yeah. 
Thank God for truth today. When the disciples and the crowds and the Pharisees and the Sadducees, when they seen Jesus, they weren't looking at some person in a multi-person Godhead. But they were looking at the express image of God. Come on, we're going to go somewhere together. Everybody say, he was the image of God. That's why Jesus can tell Philip, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. How can you say that, Jesus? He can say it because he is the express image of God. Well, we're about to make this a beautiful story. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible simply tells us what happened. God. Everybody say God. God was manifest in the flesh. It's already been read today. Brother Gede was in there reading my notes, I think. For unto us. A child is born, and unto us a son is given. Well, that wasn't, well, that was the son. Let me just keep reading. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name, who? That son's name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, uh, the Prince of Peace. Uh, when that baby that was born in Bethlehem, it was the mighty God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Isaiah says, He's the mighty God. This scripture is a prophecy of Jesus Christ. Every theologian will agree with this statement. This is a messianic prophecy. Amen. But not only did it say he was the mighty God, and not only does it say he's the everlasting father, but it says he is the prince. Everybody say the prince of peace. A prince is the son of a king. This is what Paul would say to Timothy about Jesus Christ. He would say, he is king of kings and lord of lords. Paul would say, Jesus is king. Isaiah would say, he is the prince of peace. He said, he is the father and unto us would be born a At the same time, he's father and he's son. He's king and he's prince. He's counselor, which is Holy Ghost, which is comforter. He is wonderful. He is everything. So when you think about what really happened in Bethlehem on that day, it ought to make you want to shout. When you get a revelation of, of who wrapped himself in clothing of humanity uh, and laid down in a feed 
trough. Oh, ignorant Mark Lowry. He didn't have a clue what he was writing when he said, Mary, did you know when you hold that baby, when you kiss that baby, You've kissed the face of God. He didn't even know what he was writing, uh, but he was writing what Isaiah was preaching about. He was writing about what Paul was preaching about. Timothy, God was manifest in the flesh. Now, now, if you came from some religion that believed uh, that there were multiple persons in a Godhead. Uh, and you got, somebody tells you a story that one out of the three showed up to help you out. You can see how your story could get kind of distorted. Uh, if you started thinking only one out of three showed up to be your helper, uh, maybe you thought he needed St. Nick to help him. Well, I'm gonna preach a little while. You know how get you know how the world's got goofy and don't know what this holy day is all about? It's because they don't understand the scripture. But when you understand scripture, that it wasn't just a son that was born that got kicked down to the earth so he could grow up and hang on a cross, but it was God. It was God. It was the love of God. It was the mercy of God. It was the redeeming kinsman of. You realize it was God that did it. That'll make you want to have a party. That's why the world wants to take this out. That's why the world wants to take these scriptures out. They want you to believe this season is about everything else except what it is about. Tell you it ain't about nothing except God became flesh. You know what this season is about? And I don't, people argue, well, it didn't happen on that day. I don't care when it happened. It's every day at my house. When I wake up every day, I, you hear me? When I wake up every day, I thank God uh, that he became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm not here to argue with people. Never judge a man according to a holy day is what the Bible says. Amen, let people do what they want to do. But when you get a revelation of what was given for you, and when you get a revelation that everything in heaven was rejoicing over that baby that was born, you shouldn't sit like a puckered up lemon. Amen, knowing that what has happened, knowing that mercy has come into your life, knowing that you've got hope now. Hey man, don't get so self-righteous uh, that you can't praise God uh, over what he's given to you. Uh, the sacrifice uh, that was given. 
Come on, lift your hands to the Lord together. Hallelujah. Tell you when you get a revelation, when it settles into your spirit that God purchased, everybody say purchased. He purchased the church with his own blood. You know, the Bible said God is a spirit. And they... If you're going to worship God, you got to do it in spirit and truth. But when you realize God is a spirit, and the Bible said he shed his own blood, you know there was a manifestation. You... Spirit don't have bones. It don't have blood. In order for God to purchase you with his own blood, you know there was a manifestation. You may not know how it happened, but you got to know that there was a day that spirit became flesh. He didn't purchase it with somebody else's blood. I said he didn't purchase it with somebody else's blood. The Bible said with his blood. God purchased you. I I get excited when I think about the day. That God snatched me out of the devil's hands. Left a drop of blood. Said he's mine now. I'm telling you we got a lot to praise God about. I said we got a lot to praise God about. Hallelujah. It's completely accurate with the dream. Joseph has and the angel comes to him. Began to speak to him in the dream. Says all this was done. That it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet saying behold a virgin shall be with child. And shall bring forth a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel. Which being interpreted which means being translated is. Everybody say God with us. Can't say that, don't, that ain't really what it means. That's really what it means. The translation from Greek into English, the, the manuscript was written in Greek, and that word God means theos, which means the supreme being. The angel shows up and tells Joseph she's going to have a baby, uh, and it's going to be called Emmanuel, which being translated is theos is with us. When you hold that baby, Joseph, uh, you're going to be holding God in the flesh. uh, I'm telling you, we got more to thank God for. 
I said, we got more to thank God for than anybody else. We know who he is. I said, we know who he is. Amen. Man, now this is Jesus. Everybody say Jesus. Which is God incarnate. The spirit of God in a tabernacle of flesh in humanity. He begins to talk about himself. He calls himself many things we've already discussed. He called the everlasting father. He said, I and my father are one. The mighty God, he said he was the almighty God. The son, the spirit, the alpha, the omega. He just talked about everything. I'm the vine, the way, the truth, the life. I'm the redeemer. Whatever you need, God is. Then Jesus says this one thing. He said, I am the door. Amen. Say the door. God manifest in the flesh. The Spirit of God manifest in a human form. Said, I am the door. Notice he didn't use the indefinite article, a door. But he used the definite article. The door. Tell you there's a lot of difference between a door and the door. A door might would have meant that there's a couple other options you could use. A door might have meant there's a couple other ways you may be able to get in. But when he said, I am the door, he was saying, if you want in, you're going through me. Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. How confusing would it be to think that there was multiple persons in a Godhead and one of them was saying, if you want in, you're going through me. I think you might have a fight on your hands. If you, if you were nothing more than one third of a co-equal, co-eternal, man-made doctrine and you said, I am the way, you'd have had to whisper it so the other two couldn't hear you and vote you out. Well, let me tell you who Jesus is. He's the rock of all ages. He's he's the alpha and the omega. He's a heavenly. The beginning and the end. He's much more than this, my friend. He's the door to get in. You ain't going to get in no other way but by the name of 
Jesus. The door, the door is a way that you access something. The door is a way that you keep from getting access to something also. Well, praise God. A door is something that you get a hold of. Praise the Lord. See, you young people. Y'all grew up in the Walmart Supercenter days. Where you just get close to a door and it opens. And you walk in. Praise God. This Bible didn't know anything about Walmart. Jesus said, I'm the door. It wasn't a new door. It was an old-timey door. It was something you had to get a hold of. It was something you had to push on. It was something you had to pull on. What? I just want to stay in my little comfort zone and, and let Jesus jump on me. He ain't ever going to jump on you. If you want in, you got to get a hold of the door. You got to push on the door. You got to pull on the door. Let me tell you something. You may need somebody to help you push the door open. Help us, God. Help us, God. Wonder why we baptize in Jesus' name. You want to know why? Because he's the door. If we were going to baptize in the titles of the door, the titles of Jesus, you know how long it would take us to list all the titles? Somebody said, well... I'm going to do what Jesus said. He said, baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Let me tell you what the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost is. Jesus. John 5, 43, he said, I've come in my Father's name. Jesus is the revealed name of the Spirit of God. You know what Jesus means? You know what the word means? Jehovah has become Savior. It's all in him. Neither is there salvation in any other name. There's not another name under heaven given among men whereby you must be saved. So if you were going to baptize somebody in the titles, you couldn't stop with Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. We know Jesus We know Jesus is the Father. The Bible said it was God manifest in the flesh. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. The Word was. Everybody say was. The Word was God, and the Word was made. And dwelt among us. Which means he sat down at our table and ate our fish and bread and drank our water. And we washed his feet and we touched him and we went to church with him and we prayed with him in the Mount of Olives. We beheld his glory. 
We've seen him. So if you were going to baptize in the titles, this would be my recommendation. Man, you're going to have to get a long list. Because he ain't just father. And he ain't just son. And he ain't just Holy Ghost. John 14, 26 said, uh, the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, which the Father will send in my name. <laughs> he said, I'm with you, but I shall be in you. Amen. When you got the Holy Ghost, all you got was Jesus in you. <laughs> hey, we got a better deal than the disciples had. He walked with him, but he walks in us. So, To somebody who was hung up on titles would tell them don't stop with Father, Son, and Holy Ghost because you have to give all the titles that Isaiah said he was too. He's the everlasting Father. He's the mighty God. He's the Prince of Peace. You got to stay in the water for a while. He's the Son. The Son is given. You can't just go by what Isaiah said. You got to go by what Jesus said he was too because he said I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. I am the vine. I am the bread. I am your redeemer. I am alpha. I am omega. I'm beginning. I'm the ending. I got more titles than you got time, honey. So why? So why did they baptize in Jesus' name? You think Peter went against what Jesus told him? You think Jesus gave Peter the keys of the kingdom then he threw those keys away and picked up his own keys and did it how he wanted to? Of course not. He knew all power in heaven and earth was given unto the name. So what did he say? The day the church started. <laughs> Repent and be baptized every one of you. And we ain't got name for all the titles. We ain't got time for all the titles. So let's just do it like this. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of all of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promises unto you and unto your children, and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God. May call. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody say he's the door. If you ever figure this out, you figure out the key to good pasture. Hallelujah. He said, I'm the door. And you come in and out this door. Amen. You, you wake up every day and you start calling on the name of Jesus. And you get a hold of that handle right there. What he was saying is if you get a hold of this door. And you get this power. And you, and you go out in that world. And you still got a hold of that handle. You got a hold of them blessings. 
Amen. When used to, you couldn't do nothing right out there. Hey, I never seen blessings until I got a hold of this Jesus name. Hey, I'd go to the church and pray every morning. God, I need you. Jesus, I love you. You've been good to me. Amen. I had an insurance agency. I built houses. I sold land. I did everything I could do to make money. Praise God. They had this little thing called a recession. Maybe y'all have heard of one. That's what happens when you don't vote right. And this little thing happened called a recession. No houses were selling except for mine. Because I got up every day and... I went and got a hold of the door. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I got a hold of the door. I was saying, Jesus, I love you. Jesus, search my heart. Jesus, wash me brand new. Jesus, talk to me today. Jesus, order my footsteps today. People just drive by my houses. They'd stop. Hey, is this for sale? Praise God. This was before I even knew a realtor that I trusted. I mean, we got two of them right there. Man, this was back in the day when, anyway. So, I was just selling houses. But I was getting a hold of that door. I'm telling you, he said, you'll come in and out. And find pasture. For a starving world. For starving people who can't find what they're looking for. <laughs> it started in Bethlehem. Where he wants to end up is right in your heart. <laughs> it's, it started a long time ago and I shout about the day it started. Amen. But I'm shouting more about today. Amen. That he didn't just stay there. Come on, why don't you lift your hands to the Lord together? Come on, help me pray for one moment, church. In the name of Jesus Christ. 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 Oh, hallelujah. what the Lord dealt with me about yesterday if you need salvation get a hold of that door push on that door if you need a healing in your body get a hold of that door You need a financial miracle in your life? Get a hold of that door. If you need God to bring your children back to church, don't get on Facebook and write a bunch of garbage and fight with people. Get a hold!
are. Whatever you have need of. Some people just need restoration. And then they get a hold of the door. Get a hold of it. Whatever it is today. I'm through, I guess. I don't know. I can I got a lot to preach, but Sister Pate's already leaving, so <laughs> I'm playing. It ain't gonna get no better. This is the end of it. Praise God. I've had the Holy Ghost since 2001. I'm the only one that I know of that got scared on 9-11, ran to church, got the Holy Ghost, and never quit. Everybody ran there, but they all quit. I ran there and figured out this is the best deal. <laughs> I wish I'd have done it when I was five years old. But I, I didn't figure it out till I was 27. But from the time I was 27 to now, Lord, y'all don't tell nobody, but 49 or so. How did that happen? I don't know. But I've needed a lot of stuff from 27 to 49. I've needed God to do a lot of stuff. I needed God to turn a whole lot of things around in all them years. And I can stand here and tell you, I once was young. Now I'm kind of <laughs> midways. Could, I could, yeah. I'll just say it like David said it. I once was young, and now I'm old. And I have never seen the righteous forsaken. For all them years, everything that I needed, you know what I did? I busted through the church door and I ran to the door. And I said, God, I can't do it by myself. I can't fix this. Uh, you. And time and time again, the door was the opening to everything I needed. Don't run from the door. Hear me? Don't run from your only help. Don't let the stress of life make you run from the door. Run to the door. Because behind that door is green pasture. Stand together with me. Amen. Praise God. I... The funny thing is, it's like I, I lived a lot of life and seen God do a lot of stuff and answer a lot of prayers and heal my body many times and heal my checkbook many times heal my cabinets and refrigerator many times and, and I just seen God <laughs> see before I come to church they, they were taking my houses away when I come to church God started giving me stuff Don't think for one minute 
God loves that one better than he loves that one. Because he, whatever. That's hogwash. God is no respecter of persons. You know what he's respecter of? You. And your actions and your spirit and your attitude and what you do. Because we all go through stuff. And I learned a long time ago. If I just get a hold of that door. I was praying one day. And I never had the Lord speak to me like this. And this thought. And I've told this church many times, but it was Sister Holly that was standing right there going through a trial in her life. And I was right over there, and the Lord said, tell her she can pray her way through anything. So I ran over and I told her. You know what God was really saying? If you'll just get a hold of that dog. Don't, don't complain about life if you ain't going to get a hold of the door. Don't complain about where you're at if you ain't got time to pray. Don't. Don't murmur in your tent if you ain't got a hold of that door. That's your answer. Don't, don't fall into the trap of, well, God knows what I'm going through and he'll come get me. He said, I'm the door. You seen ever seen a door go grab somebody? I'm not saying God don't work on people. He worked on me for years. He'd deal with me in the night. I couldn't even sleep sometimes. Every time I go to church, he would sing this song that I hated. It was... Do you know how it feels? And it's talking about living for God and loving God. And when you lay your head on your pillow each night to know that you're all right. And I thought, I hate this song. Because I didn't know how it felt. God was working on me. But he never yanked me up. And never drug me to an altar. He never made me repent. He never made me get the Holy Ghost. It was something one day. Now he took the vice and he clamped my head in it. And he turned it till I was about to pop. But it was still a decision I had to make. You know what? Surely it would be better to get a hold of that door than it would be to live the life that I'm living. I hope you don't have to go that far. I hope God don't have to take everything you own and leave you hopeless to get you to an altar. But I'm telling you, He loves you that much. He does love you that much. But I'm through. I'm almost through. Amen. Praise God. Did you know that the wise men brought gifts to the baby several months later and brought them in? Amen. So 
I was wondering if y'all could give me a gift today. People always asking, you know, is there anything you need? There's something I really need. This is something I need so bad. Matter of fact, if you'll give me this, I'll probably sleep so well tonight. Amen. This is all I want for the rest of your life. If you'll just give me one thing. If you'll just get a hold of that door right there. And don't ever let go. That would be the greatest. That would be the greatest thing you could do for your family. For your past. For your children. terrifies me to think where my children would be right now if there wasn't a day when they were little that I didn't get a hold of that door let me tell you a little secret and I'm done preaching whatever you get a hold of they'll get a hold of you that's why alcoholics beget alcoholics drug addicts beget drug addicts victims beget victims why don't we turn it around (laughs) praise God you know why Chevy's up here getting his certificate today we baptized him in Jesus name he got the Holy Ghost you know why that happened because somebody brought him to church He don't get that certificate from Magic Springs. When you go down the slide and fall in the pool, you don't get a certificate for baptism. You don't get your sins washed away over there. It happens in God's house. And when mom and dad get a hold of that door, it'll be natural for baby. What do you got, mom? Let me hold it. What are you holding, dad? Let me hold it too. Let me pray too. Come on, lift your hands. I'm through, preacher. Lift your hands. I wish everybody, let's just come down here. Everybody. Visitors, guests, ain't nobody going to hurt you. Nobody's going to grab you. Don't be scared. Amen. We're just going to pray. We're going to get a hold of the door. Come on, everybody in the house. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, come as close as you can. Come as close as you can so everybody can come up behind you. Come on, we all go through life. We all have times of being down and discouraged. I know all that. Everybody goes through it. But I want you to make a commitment today. Come on, in this new year, we're going to get a hold of this. We're going to get a hold of this power. We're going to get a hold of this truth. Get a hold of this prayer. Come on, help your family right now. Pray over them. Come on, lift up your voice, church. In the name of Jesus. Come on. Come 
Come on, get a hold of it, mama. Get a hold of it, mama. Come on, come on, travail, church. Come on, cry with all your heart. Savior, he was born. 